This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 322. Five murderous mistakes killing your IELTS speaking score. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, we talk about the most common and killer errors made every Saturday by IELTS candidates on the speaking exam. Beware. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Jessica? How's it going? I'm doing fantastically. Um, I got to read to my son's class this morning. It was so fun. Oh, nice. Oh, that sounds fun. What did you read? So there's, okay, for any listeners out there who are parents of children, let's say age, mm, let's say age seven or under, um, there's a series of books called Skippy John Jones. And this is the most hilarious children's book character everywhere, anywhere. It's a Siamese cat that wants to be a chihuahua and he (laughs) goes into his closet and has these huge like imaginary worlds that he goes into where he's a chihuahua. And there's like some Spanish in it as well, which is super fun. Cool. And it's just hilarious. I love so (laughs) yeah, I got to read a Skippy John Jones book and like (laughs) talk to the kids about it. And I don't know. It was just it was so fun. It was so awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I like that there's Spanish in that because I mean that's Mm -hmm. real I mean that we never would have seen that when we were growing up, right? In the eighties. I don't remember no any like real like multicultural anything no. growing up actually. <laughs> no, but our, yeah. our culture's waking up to the fact that hey, we need to our children need to be bilingual. We need to learn these languages. Um, so I really like that. I think that's good news. And there's this little kid in his kindergarten class who doesn't speak English yet. Um, his family doesn't speak English, so it's all Spanish at home. And he's just getting into the English thing. And okay. he was so into this story because there was just that little bit of Spanish. And I have never cool. seen this kid say anything in class before. And after the book was finished and I was asked, talking to the students about it, um, he, like, raised his hand and, like, commented about how he liked it. I mean, he spoke in Spanish, okay. but... Still, like he's, you know, he's entering into the the class. So that was really cool. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of speaking, that's what we're talking about today. Um, yep. We're talking about the three 
sorry, the five biggest mistakes that students make on the speaking exam. Like this is huge. This is something you guys have to take notes on because no matter where you are in your IELTS preparation, I could pretty much guarantee you're going to be doing at least one of these. <laughs> oh boy. And and the first key to not making the mistake is being aware of it. And you guys are here yes. and ready to do that. So let's do it. Let's find out what those five mistakes are, Jessica. Let's dive into it. Okay. So we do talk a lot on the show about pronunciation. And so this is the first mistake people make is sounding like a robot. I don't know why students do this, but they like before the exam starts and they're just chatting to, you know, whoever's in the hallway and they're not supposed to be talking, but they're just chatting (laughs) away and they sound like natural and like, dude, how are you? I'm good. And then as soon as the exam starts, they're like, my name is Jessica. I live (laughs) in America. And it's just this like the worst sort of boring, nervous thing. So guys, this is a conversation. It's not a job interview. Okay. Focus on the fact that this is a conversation and you need to, you need to be yourself. Yeah. It may be that those students are working with tutors who don't understand the test and their, their tutors Mm -hmm. are telling them that it's more formal than it actually is. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad you said that. That's perfect because that's mistake number two is Mm. treating it like it's formal. So Mm. how that comes out is the vocabulary score. Okay. So guys, remember, you do need to show the examiner a range of vocabulary. That person, the examiner needs to hear informal vocabulary like slang, like idioms, couple phrasal verbs in order Mm. to give you a seven or higher for vocab. If you go in only focusing on the academic side of things, okay, you cannot get a seven for vocab. Even if you're using like incredible, amazing academic words, if you don't show the informal side, you're not going to get a seven or higher for vocab. Yeah. And in our course, we do have a bonus. We have a couple bonuses. One of them is Mm -hmm. where you get those academic words. And the other bonus, I believe, if I'm not mistaken here, will give you those casual slangs that you need. But you'll definitely get, yeah, you get what you need in our course, guys. So if you don't want to go searching the net for things and spending your time, wasting your time potentially for these vocabulary words, just get into our course and we'll just feed them right to you. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right there. I mean, I think I said this last week, but looking at the progress checks when we ask students in our course what other resources they're using a great many of them just say just you just you guys like I, <laughs> this yeah. is all I need just stuff from the course and then you know they'll listen to our podcast watch our YouTube videos but we make everything you need it's great to search outside yeah but if you just follow the study plan use the resources we we give you and we ask you to to use you don't need to waste your time searching okay yeah so yeah. So number one, uh, be yourself. Number two, don't be too formal. No, the nice. number three mistake is the, on the other extreme where some people are too informal. I see okay. this in native speakers. I see this in, um, higher level students and students who for some reason have like huge, huge confidence in themselves, which is great. But then that they, <laughs> they think they're super cool, just like as a person. And I hope you're super cool. 
cool, but don't act too cool on the IELTS exam. So the way that like impacts their score in speaking part one, they'll just give like one word answers as if it were just like a dude in a bar talking to them. So Mm. I might say like, um, where, what are you studying at the moment? And the student's like, English. And then, like, doesn't say anything else. And like I said, native speakers do that, too. So, um, yeah. Never give one-word mm. answers, you guys. It is um, disrespectful in in a way because it is too informal. So, you want to match the level of appropriacy here. Yeah. So, oh. informal <clears throat> vocab, yeah, but never informal grammar. I think that's yeah. the tricky part. <clears throat> Right. It doesn't make sense to just give a one word answer because the person is not just t- testing your listening skills here. It's your exactly. speaking skills guy. Cause so what can the examiner draw as to a conclusion if you're just saying, yeah, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, your fluency score will be hovering around a three, let's say. Oh, very nice. <laughs> you're not able to expand on the word. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's not gonna, you just said, yeah. It, <laughs> that's, that's not gonna fly, guys. Our most recent success story just came in, and it's from Guillermo, who moved his speaking score from a 6.5 to a 7, his listening from a 5.5 to a 7.5, his reading from a 7 to an 8.5, and his writing from a 5.5 to a 6.5 for an overall 1.5 band score increase. Guys, if you want to do the same thing in a daily study plan with the best strategies in the IELTS world, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, um, number four, um, on speaking part two, you guys, and this is a summary of an entire episode we did before, but it does it does bear proving again, pointing out again, because students are still making this mistake, and I know some of you are still unsure about this advice. Guys, in speaking part two on the top of card, you do not have to talk about the bullet points. In fact, mm. it does lower your score. So yeah. um, for more information about that, we will link to that episode in this blog. So come back mm-hmm. to our website, ielts.allearsenglish.com. And what episode number is this? <laughs> Um, this is, that's a really good question, Jessica. <laughs> and I don't have it in we front have, of me. Uh, so, so it's episode 322, I believe. 322. Okay. Come back to the blog, guys. Search 322 and we'll link to that other episode because you need to listen to that to learn why following the bullet points lowers your score and what you should do instead of that. So that's mistake number four. And just to tag on to that, another very important reason to not work, to avoid working with people who you know, who call themselves test prep experts who prepare you for TOEFL and IELTS and every other exam, chances are good, very good that they don't know that fact because that's a very IELTS specific fact and only Mm -hmm. people who have a depth of knowledge like Jessica here will know that. So it'd be very careful with who you're working with to prepare for the exam. There are so many pieces of advice that we give students that like blow their minds (laughs) because it's, it's nothing that any other teacher has told them. Um, and it's not necessarily like a given, like not following the bullet points. You're not going to know that unless you right. work with an IELTS professional. And the only way to know that is to 
know the scoring rubrics in detail. Okay. Mm. Like have memorized every single thing that the exam is looking for. That, that is what supports all the advice that we give you. So it's all directly linked to what the examiner needs to hear. Love it. Love Um, it. All right. What's the next one? The, the last one, guys, is not showing a variety of linking words. Now, again, this just echoes what I said just a moment ago, guys. Um, this isn't, it's not a natural thing to do when speaking. And it's not, uh, you're not going to automatically know this if you're preparing for the test on your own or preparing with the wrong person. So the reason why you have to show a variety of linking is for your fluency and coherence score. This is something the examiner listens for specifically, guys, is your ability to connect your ideas in a variety of ways. So if you just say and, and, but, but, because, because, that is not showing me your uh, that you have a wide v- ability to connect your ideas. So it's not only using a variety of transition phrases, like in part three, where you're more formal, you have to say, in addition, moreover, you have to talk like you write in writing task two, basically. Um, and it's it, using those phrases, yes, but it's also being able to use pronouns to reference your ideas. So this is something that you do have to check yourself on, guys. Record yourself doing a speaking exam. Um, just talk to yourself in the mirror, whatever. Record yourself doing speaking answers and actually write down the linking words you use. And you'll notice if, you know, if you're using the same ones over and over again. So yeah. also keep a list of interesting transition phrases, which also in our course, you have a list of phrases you should use. Keep this list in front of you and force Mm -hmm. yourself to use these throughout the speaking exam. Yeah, I like that. Comparing uh, the reality of what you're writing down as to what you've said and then comparing that with the list. I think that by writing Mm -hmm. things down, that's the ultimate way to not deceive yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's a lot of the the advice for the homework and stuff that I give students when I have one-on-ones with them is uh, like this is what your problems are. Like I can pinpoint exactly the three things that you need to improve. So when you're practicing Record yourself and write down, for example, your specific examples. Write down your linking words. Write down the adjectives you use. And you will notice like, oh, uh, crap, I'm not using any adjectives. Like that's the <laughs> point. So it, it forces yeah. you to discover this about yourself and then correct it. I love that idea. Oh, this has been so important, Jessica. I mean, the speaking test is one we've got to nail this, guys. We've got to be ready for this. And again, if you don't want to waste your time running all over the web, looking for free resources and still not being sure if you're doing it right, just get into Mm -hmm. our course, guys. Start step one and follow the system step by step. Okay, so go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. You can join our Facebook group, ask Jessica a question Mm -hmm. right away and just get started. I I am in there all the time, you guys. I'm yeah, ready to answer now. your questions. <laughs> and there's no such thing as a bad question. Okay. Oh, Love you know what? I mean, I've been meaning to put this in here. Guys, mm-hmm. you cannot join our closed Facebook group if you are not in the course. Yes. We go yes, thank through you. so many people requesting to join the course. Guys, it's, you're wasting your time. We are not yeah. going to let you in there. You can't have access 
to this information to us, right? Right. Unless right. you are yes. in the course that is reserved. We, we are putting all of that energy and time towards the students in our course. Okay. Because yeah, they're the ones, it. they're committed. They are putting in the yeah. time as well. And I know what they're learning and studying. And so we have a conversation exactly. going already. So if you're not in our course, you can't get in guys. We do check. <laughs> exactly. We commit to you. If you commit to us guys, because when you yep. commit to the course, you commit to us, you commit, you're committing to your dreams. And we're only interested in working with people that are willing to commit to their dreams. Yep. We don't have time otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> That's the exactly. blatant truth, so Jessica. <laughs> we do spend a lot of time in there. And unfortunately, the some some uh some time has been eaten up lately by um mm. checking to see the people that are <laughs> trying yeah. to get into the Facebook group. So I'm just I'm yeah. just telling you guys, you know, A for effort, but it's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> forever. Just get into our course, guys, to solve that problem. And then you can actually start taking your own dreams seriously. We're here yep. to get you to your future, guys. That's what it's about. It's not about us, it's about you. Okay. Yeah. So exactly. allersenglish.com well <laughs> forward slash K-E-Y-S. And we'll end on that one, Jessica. Thanks for hanging out today. Sounds good. Thanks, Lindsay. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.